I think I was too worried about offending people and the art. I feel like that limits my criticism. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I'm gonna stop caring. So you say, yo, it's like a mad critique now you have. But you just yeah. don't have to be rude, you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna be rude, but yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so much be I have honest. to say about that Trampal album. Good, I have lots to say too. Okay, we'll, let's, we'll, we'll talk let's about... Let's just talk about these. <laughs> Why preach to people, welcome to another episode of the Culture Wise Podcast where we talk about what's important in Jamaican music and pop culture. You don't know the chap. I'm your host, Romy K. I know, it's been a minute. It's been a very, very long time. But we're back and the gang is here. Back again. Why pre key? Bye, skill him. We have me. The real G himself, KB. What's good, bro? How you doing? Hello, friends. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Why the dog sounds so corporate? Monday at work. Monday at work. Tomorrow, Monday morning. I'm dead. Had a long weekend, huh? Yeah. You know it go. <laughs> you know that go. Mm-hmm. Mode. I was going to ask how you stay. I don't know. It feels like so many things have happened since the last what three months now don't don't put no time on it we've always been here we're, omni- <laughs> we're om- omnipresent yeah yo this was recorded in january exactly so the wash of face we just we just know yeah, a lot yeah yeah we're commenting on the future <laughs> you see me you see me yeah uh but how are you guys doing what's you know what's been happening in your life you mean in our lives personally yeah bro like the people them don't want to hear about other people's life they want to hear about your life that's why they're here <laughs> i see well you enough people that want to hear my business. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the process of washing off the salt and obia half of me. Amen, amen. It, it's, 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 it's... And women. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. But that's my, that's my thing. That's, that's me. I'm, I'm a, you know, work in progress right now. I'm trying to get back to a stable and comfortable position. We're all working progresses, but it's okay. Are. You're not yeah. alone. Indeed, indeed. And thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, man. We love you, you know? Uh-huh. Base, base support. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, I love you, KB. I love you. Love you too, Key. That's right. I mean, can they that bush, you know? Yeah, man. Go on. You yeah. love yourself. That's exactly where I want to be. You know, Good. bush? I'll pick one yeah. for you. Nearby bushes. Kind of something with, with lots of maca to juke it up at this time. Yo, pre this, no? I always say to myself, like, when I pass, I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, you can use your ashes and make like a vinyl record. Amazing. Or, like, make, a, or make a fruit tree. I feel like that's crazy. I want like, to be crazy. a tree. Like, I, I want to do that. I want to be a spliff. So, yes. You want, to be, you want somebody to <laughs> smoke you? <laughs> preferably, preferably, um, Miss Kitty. Before? Miss Kitty, okay. That'd be nice. Like, there was an episode of My Strange Addiction where the, the lady was eating her husband's ashes. So that's not that <laughs> far off. That's a bit much. <laughs> I, and and that's, that's different from being smoked as a spliff? I think so. Okay. As a that's fair. Consuming as opposed to just smoking it. Hmm. I think it's. You, you ever watch that movie, How High? <laughs> I think With so. Method, Method Man and Red Man. Yeah. Yes, and that's it, a good movie. Yeah, and them smoked the bread of ashes and it made them smarter. <laughs> Yes, that's yes. why. Just I try help that's Miss Kitty. Wild. Just I try push her career. You know? Oh, so you think you think Miss Kitty needs some intelligence? No, no, no. <laughs> Lawyer, you mean you mean attorney, attorney of law, Miss Hamilton? That's not at all what I was saying. Not that's hilarious. Yeah, Wait, are you insinuating that women need you <laughs> to move forward in their careers? Ooh. Remain, remain, remain. No, I no no need no need to be patronizing. Wait, hold on. Isn't it 
Women Empowerment Month or something like that. All right, it's women's, women's history. Women's History Month. Mm. So, oh, so that's what you're saying that you want to you become want... a spliff so they can empower women. Yeah, I just want to help way. the ladies. That's my purpose. To, get, okay. to feel nice and vibesy and them thing there. A nice spliff. <laughs> What's straight? Are you a, are you an indica or a sativa? Definitely Kirby? indica. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a sativa. <laughs> that's why. I'm a, I'm a, you smoke me, you're going to chill out. You're going to drop asleep. Okay. Yeah, nice. Because I'm, I'm a very, you know, relaxed, nonchalant kind of strain. Mm. I've always I feel wanted like to be a, a sativa. For sure, he's a sativa. I'm a sativa. Yes. I think I'm a hybrid. Yeah, I, I identify. I identify I as a hybrid. Could but I could be a sativa dominant. It, hybrid. Exactly. It would have to be sativa dominant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I accept. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. On that note, how are you doing, Key? Me, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I, I've, I've been feeling good. I've been doing a lot of healing. And I, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put air quotes over that? <laughs> no, it, no, that was like, it was the, it, the SpongeBob emphasis, the imagination rainbow. Mm. I was doing some healing. And, uh, you know, healing is a continuous process. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm in that. I'm like acknowledging it and being aware and choosing to heal and not like being healed and like resisting. Yes, I'm now a participant in the healing. <laughs> so, it, so, so now it's feel- like active and not right, passive. Right, right. And now it feels good. I don't just feel like sad. That's good. Now, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it feeling good. sad is okay too because like, ah, the, I learned know, that. You, I learned yeah. that in my healing. You're so... You're supposed to, just because you feel an emotion, you don't have to become it, you know? Just because mm. you just because you feel sadness, you don't have to be sad. Boy, that easier you, said than done. It is, it is. But you, you're you supposed to... Michelle Obama. You're supposed to acknowledge <laughs> your feelings, validate yourself. And, yes. you know, yeah. So that's the important part. Like, Don't focus on the locus. Uh, e- you remember when e- Bill Burr said, do understand how Michelle Obama write a book about not having a job. <laughs> that's basically what she did oh my she wrote goodness. a book about really? her experiences as the wife of the president and but she did a saying, lot he was saying mm. that the president's wife doesn't have a real job no that's debatable but i thought he was doing doing women's history month bro do you want to have that conversation <laughs> sorry, remember them saying behind, behind every, every girl mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly Why somebody doing, somebody pointed out that Oh, behind every behind every part. great man, behind every great man is a woman because they be stealing the woman's ideas and the credit and keeping her in the background. Well, well, okay. So <laughs> you guys know I don't steal from my woman. I tell you no when she give me the idea them. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to. I, I'm I'm a I'm a decent guy for for everybody out there. I'm I'm not a piece of shit. Decent to his woman. That's good. Well, yeah, to her, not to anybody. Else. <laughs> Not to random women. Not to all women. No, no, no. I definitely steal, I definitely steal ideas. I do that. Why you set me up so? I don't know. You walked into it. My bad. All right. Let's, let's, let's okay. get away from this here topic here. But you're saying, yeah, yeah you, you steal from everybody, Romain. So you're, you're, a, you're, not, you're yeah, well, you I mean, I'm intellectual property or a theft. You're an here's, here's how I phrase it. I'm inspired mm. by all the women in my life. Motivated. Mm. Yes. And Indeed. I, I just, I just draw knowledge and learning mm. and wisdom from that. You Energy. Know and I, and I use that to move forward. Like to move myself forward. 
I would be nothing without the women in my life. Mm. Yeah, so I definitely want to shout out Key for Women Empowerment Month, the Women <laughs> Empowerment Year, Women mm. Empowerment Forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't know because the pod wouldn't be anything without you, Key. Wow. True. We'd be something, but like we wouldn't be anything. Oh, wow. That's very true. I mean? So, so yeah. sweet of you. You are a necessary component of the pod. Oh, oh guys. Yes. Oh. Oh, thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I am only me because you guys accept it. Uh-huh. <laughs> the circle jerk continues. It does. I love it. I miss it. Yeah. I miss you guys. Yeah. This feels good. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> and I think overall I'm doing good too. I I just you know the one thing that I've said I've said the key before is just trying to learn new habits because uh, you know you move you move you move into another uh, next phase of your life and it's like. You know, all your your preconceived notions and all your perceptions and all the <laughs> habits that you built previously don't really apply to this next phase of your life. And so it's like, you know, you're trying to adapt, you're trying to learn new things or learn learn new ways of survival and learn learning new ways of like, you know, how do I actually live my life? Um, especially as it relates to like, you know, your finances and, and like how you develop good relationships with people. And so I've just been trying to to learn that i guess that's also healing because you know i'm trying to i'm trying to unwrite you're re-socializing yourself yeah yeah you know so i guess that that's also healing and i'm trying to be active in that and not just you know go with the motions but yeah i feel like the the the, it's just been a huge process and you know it's like a buzzword or a buzz phrase to say you only grow when you step into this like your your step out of your comfort comfort zone and i feel like that's that's the reality like it you know is. when you step outside of the comfort zone you start growing and and yeah like it feels uncomfortable but you have to lean into that right like you have to lean into that and i feel like that's the kind of phase that i'm in right now yeah, mentally so if anybody in the audience is feeling that you're not alone we're here yeah and we're going to give you some vibes on the podcast today so we can feel like say yo vibes to the week vibes to the month vibes to the year vibes forever <laughs> so yeah like don't know i said the podcast back again so i look a podcast and i feel like say yo you know a fool in the time the space did it free people burn up hope you enjoy culture wise hope you enjoy back. the space a little breathing room <laughs> a little breathing room what are we talking about today ladies and gents oh sorry it's because we were we were talking about um vibes I thought you were going to finish your thoughts. Sorry. But, yeah. So, what are we talking about today, guys? <laughs> we were waiting on you to segue us, fam. Because I was... No but we were having a conversation. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you have to just make things die out, you know? But I wasn't you ready. Some sometime when it don't serve you. All right. We get that. We get that. It's okay. It's it's the first part of the year. No. You see, you're trying to force it. And I, I and, no, <laughs> we weren't finished talking. But now we finished talking. So, anyway... So what we're talking about people, get... Shut up, let me transition. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you should you should just re- like release all of this. Don't cut nothing. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Are you ready? You want Yo. to add it? You want to add anything else before I <laughs> Yes. So the, yes, key. The first thing I want to talk about today, which I feel like is really monumental, is Spotify. Zine. We always come on the pod and talk about how impactful DSPs are mm-hmm. in this current day and age, right? So Spotify had a, had a live event, you know, which basically is sort of like their culmination of all the things that they're, they're planning to do, all the progress that they've made towards their, their mission and their vision, which they put out to investors. And they made a couple of announcements. The first announcement is, you know, rolling out a high fire subscription tier 
that is basically an add-on to the premium account, which from my perspective is, is somewhat, um, was made to compete with Tidal's lossless high fidelity zone. All right, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that they're planning on expanding to over 80 markets across Africa, Asia, the Caribbean, Latin America. They have a new discovery tool called, or they have a new audience tool called Discovery Mode that lets artists select the music they want to prioritize for discovery. They're expanding the, the canvas artwork feature. So when you when you go on a song and you see the little gifs them on, on the artist's thumbnail, they're, they're expanding so that. Yeah, man, that's always vibes. They're expanding their podcast programming with Barack Obama and some, you know, Bruce some pod, uh, a podcast from Bruce Springsteen and some others. And basically what their head of marketplace was saying is that, you know, this is, well, the, the company is going from providing new ways for artists to express themselves to creating more chances to be discovered, to giving artists the ability to pitch their music for playlist consideration. You know, we're continuing to, to iterate based on artist feedback, building new ways to service artists in new fans. And they're seeing a greater level of adoption for their tools by artists of all sizes, right? So I guess, you know, the, the first thing is how y'all feel about the announcements that they've made and how do you think that will impact artists specifically in the Caribbean and, and Jamaica? Well, this can only benefit dancehall artists and reggae artists because a lot of the places that they're expanding into are the dancehall demographics. So, you know, we, we went well before COVID, a lot of people were always going to Africa and Asia and those places anyway. So it's good that we can finally benefit from those demographics easier. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm happy that we have Spotify now in Jamaica. You know, I was personally excited for it cause I, just because of that one feature, that little gif thing you're talking about in the, the thumbnail of the song. The canvas. Mm -hmm. That's right name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole reason why I got Spotify. <laughs> but for some reason, I can't seem to find a song that has the feature. Every time I post a song, it's just a regular um, artwork. A lot of the dancehall songs don't have them yet. I can tell you one, yeah. a dancehall song I know for sure has one. is Just a Minute by, Mac by Massacre. I'm not going to try that. But like, but like mm -hmm. Romain would have post something and then I look for the song and post it same way. And I don't get that feature. <laughs> so I'm like... Oh, you probably have to go in the settings, you know. You have to turn it on. Oh, shit. All right, hold on. Yeah. Where? where? Let me... Maybe, yeah, huh. but yeah, I, de I, def I definitely agree with you, bro. I feel like you know, it's 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 this whole mindset of we're trying to create tools for you know artists to represent their their art, their music, connect to people, mm -hmm. and and like expanding the reach of their music. Because you know, when you think about it, like that's that's the main value of DSPs, right? It's like accessibility and discovery. So you know, I can have my whole catalog as an artist on on a platform like Spotify or on a platform like Tidal, and when I have my catalog on the on the DSP, that gives me or that gives people across the world access to my music, you know. So, and you know, Spotify has been really great at funneling music to people based on their interests mm -hmm. with like their curated playlists, mm -hmm. and like just expanding the, the the audience network. I think is is tremendous and it's going to provide a lot of value to Jamaican artists for sure. Key, how how you feel? What are your thoughts? Everybody knows that I'm a Spotify stan, so this is only, you know, another step in the Spotify supremacy. All your other DSPs, <laughs> you can go home, Spotify pack it supremacy, up, I like that. Pack Dude. it up. Like, I don't... You should work at Spotify. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I applied for an internship and they turned me down, but it was, mm -hmm. it is, it's fine. I wasn't qualified yet, but I'm qualified now, girls. Facts. <laughs> Facts. I'm qualified now. 
But yeah, I mean, I think um, it's a it's a good package. It's a full package app in for music. How the quality of it, the look of it is great. I, if you if you know me, you know I I absolutely can't stand Apple Music. The pink and the white mm. is it's it's awful. I I don't want to use the app. They gave me like three months free, and I I said ah, I'm gonna try it. So tried to, and I I I tried to make a playlist. And they did not have the first song I wanted to add to the playlist. The very first song they didn't have. Sad vibes. Yeah, so I, I cancelled that. I cancelled that. Fuck. Like, three, <laughs> three, three months free they give me them. And I, and I, I hated it. It was awful. That's, that's but, terrible yeah. crack. Yeah, Spotify. People used to... It's not. People used to shit on Spotify because, oh, they don't, they don't get the, the drops this, this, the same time as everybody else. You guys have to wait a day. Mm. But now people are releasing a lot of exclusive content through Spotify. True. Yeah. So that's not even... And, and now they're having... So people would say, oh, but Tidal has hi-fi. So I, I, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to switch now. But here, here's Spotify mm. offering us the hi-fi. And then yes. things like um, the canvas that I just love... Um, it's just another way to keep me engaged and for me to see my my favorite artists express themselves because at the end of the day, art is about expression. And if I can see, if I have another way of of seeing your interpretation or your purpose for the song, then I now have another level of enjoying it and connecting to you. And that's great. Um, yeah. the, the issue might come up with, you know, how much money are people getting? Their the markets mm. are expanding. Mm-hmm. Is the dollar is the dollar going to convert evenly? All of these mm. things. But you know, like as a baseline, as a consumer, Spotify is top tier. I'm excited that all my Jamaican friends, my Caribbean friends all over the world, <laughs> finally, finally, because I hate when I'm 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 trying to share a song and I can't because I only have Spotify. I only use Spotify. So yeah, it's great. Welcome, welcome everybody. For the record, my cameras, my setting was already on, so I am about to cry. Because it just means it's not working. Look up just a minute. Eh? Look up just a minute. I'll look it up. Well, I mean, it might be a situation where even though they, they, they say we've expanded to 80 markets, like, there is still phases in that launch, Mm. right? Like, they, they might launch the ability to use spotify but like you know there's a lot of features that are stacked on top of that and so they might just be phasing that because you can't just it's 80 market that's right over a billion more customers from a tech company's perspective you can't just put out the product to a billion people who like like never used the product before and just expect say everything is going to work well and so i i i presume that they're trying to phase in you know, all the additional features and all the additional mm. products from the consumer side. But you Maybe some, not from the artist side. Somebody like me. From the consumer side perspective. Somebody like me who had it before and, and you know, now that I'm, I'm in Jamaica and the, the market is now open to Jamaicans, my, mm-hmm. you know, my, nothing, my experience hasn't changed. So it's, mm-hmm. it would be strange for the new, for the people who are just now getting Spotify to have a completely different Thing. that would just be strange i i see what you're well, saying because you know like the rollout is the feet putting yeah. out feelers and whatever but and especially something like the canvas that is a big selling point because i don't think any other any other any of the other apps has something no, as dynamic as mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. as canvas so that would be that would be shooting themselves in the foot it could be it I, could I, be a, an android hate because that's the next <laughs> and not even a could joke be. a lot of a lot of the apps are just I don't know. It's just weird. Like, 
make it in, make it in accessible to everybody. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, I definitely agree with you, Key. I guess, especially in like the case of Clubhouse that is, is only building for iOS, right? We see a huge difference um, there between iOS and Android. But like, you know, they have teams that are building for these different uh, platforms or these, these different devices. And, you know, sometimes it's just hard getting everybody on, on the same page mm-hmm. and, and doing the same things. And so, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on the point too. Like, this is a selling point for all the artists and for all the creators, right? And people should definitely be uh, able to access that and to, to, to get some more vibes from the music. Yeah. Cause personally, when I, when I listen to the song and I see that, is it just brings me more vibes. Because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I, I, I see first you put some creative thought behind it, making this song. It, you know it, what I'm saying? It and it's shook shorter me. than a video. Plus I wasn't yeah. even expecting to see it. I wasn't even expecting to see it the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this like a music video? And then yeah. I didn't even notice. I'm I'm so enthralled by it. I didn't even notice it looping. It's really and good for marketing. Because when, when I'm trying to share but, the music that I'm listening to, and you have that as a part of... So like I'm sharing to Instagram stories... And you have, like you said, um, I'm sharing just a minute and somebody don't know who the artist is or how them look or how them sound or anything at all about them. But you have that little preview right there for just introduce them to the artist, give them a little tease and them say, you know, I'm going to check this out. And then them go exactly. link them and then it, you know, they, they probably become a whole f- new fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. You know, you raise an interesting point, Key around monetization and we know that <clears throat> traditionally spotify has been the lowest in terms of the the, the returns that artists get from their streams mm-hmm. right and you know so recently Tidal has been acquired by square and you know the, the i guess my whole perception there is that that's a monetization play right i'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how that's do a, i connect some money uh, move a, a, you know what i'm saying like how do i connect up a, a payment platform or a pay, or payment infrastructure to you know something that artists are, is using to build a fan base and to promote their music and to push their music forward and so i i presume that because of that acquisition and because of that partnership between jack dorsey and jay-z maybe title might be the place where more artists like choose to put their music because not only are they getting you know a high return and they're getting from spotify um they have a payment infrastructure where you know they can integrate things like um subscriptions to to well not necessarily subscription but like tokens where people can like have when artists can like live stream mm-hmm. shows on untitled which is similar to merch, the idea that key you know had. what i'm saying and they, yeah. yeah, and then having like if you're having a, a concert or something, you could tip, and mm-hmm. instead of having a paid concert, that is how it would be monetized, like through structures like that. Jay Z, that's my idea. Um, <laughs> I hear her, please. <laughs> Oops, my is that too? You were saying that the but, artists might so choose to just go to title, but they're going to post everywhere anyway, so that I, w- I don't think I was going to say particular thing makes a difference. That, you don't think it makes a difference? You think they're just going to choose? All right, we're just going to... They're not going to exclusively post, post everything. To, to one DSP. They don't do that now. For sure. They just they, they continue Tidal posting everywhere pays, to get as many revenue streams as possible. Tidal already pays 100%. one of the better rates yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that so it's not that's not already a, a selling point for artists. Hmm. I think it will just be my capabilities. I, I've, I use Tidal. Well, I use Tidal once. I use Tidal once. And if, if, if Spotify so, have more of a membership, but Tidal are paying more, but you have more of a membership from them, so you, 
I actually I still need I get, to look I up. get more also yeah we should we should look into exactly like if I was to if I was to sign up as an artist if the math makes sense yeah. if the math makes sense because now we're talking about Spotify just added all of these markets right and mm-hmm. maybe if I don't get the same amount because our our baseline right now is like a hundred thousand a million streams is a hundred thousand dollar right so even if I'm not getting more money per per million streams i still have more markets to push to and then I, can... I don't think it's so much it was it was a yeah i think that's Probably. what that's what liquid is so much us yeah, it's probably it's probably not a hundred though. Probably a hundred, or maybe it was yeah. Jamaican. Oh, who knows? Yeah, you know, but they did say. Don't quote us on those numbers. Don't quote yeah, us on those numbers. You wouldn't be so them not give us so much money. <laughs> Fair you don't think streams. so? Fair but streams. no, nah. because why? Because them because There's they're a lot billion of artists streams. on the platform. Hundred thousand US. But how many people? How? But think of how how many people are racking up millions of streams as a baseline. You have people who have billions of streams, and then you have people. All right, let's think of people. People who just have. 100,000 followers, you know, mm. and those people are mm. not racking up millions of streams. So it's it's still like think of a million freaking streams. A song is 4 or 5 minutes. That's crazy, you know. That's absolutely insane cuz I and you probably and then then probably say, "Oh, you have to listen start to finish." And as how what is even a stream? All of these I think, things. I think them say like a stream is a, a certain amount of the song like 30 seconds of the song or something like that feed count as a stream. All right, so well, I don't think it's a full song. From Business Insider, Spotify generally pays 0. 0.003, between 0. 0.003 and 0. 0.005 per stream, mm-hmm. right? So if we're taking it uh, at 0. 0.005 and saying like, KB, do the maths. Are you the financial money? No, 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 yeah, no guys, do the maths. I, I can't count. <laughs> no, 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 no. So never, <laughs> never ask me to do any kind of math. I will have an anxiety attack on the spot. It just... No, I'm dead. So, so if we're taking them. if we're taking it at 0.005 and a million streams, that's five Gs. So I think KB's initial assumption of like eight Gs was close. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Five, what what maybe that translated in Jamaican? Um, that's like six hundred thousand. Something like that. So maybe he was maybe he was talking Jamaican dollars because we were talking about um, how the man them make money from it. Mm. Yes, KB, you're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm definitely leaning towards your point about like. You know, we don't want to limit our, our revenue streams. We want to, you know, make sure that our music is discoverable to everybody and everywhere. And yeah, also to Key's point about like, you know, this was always Tyler's selling point and they didn't necessarily have the, the value proposition was as strong as it should have been or it could have been. And so I guess this having the payment structure might not change the rules of the game as much as we think it could. But I definitely think like as you're moving into more virtual, you know, events or the hybrid between virtual and physical events, there's going to be the need for a payment infrastructure to for artists to get revenue from from situations like right like that, right? So, you know, for example, people are people live stream concerts on Twitch, and I, I mean like people can people spend money on bits, which is basically like um, tipping, or people can like subscribe to somebody's channel. But I think there, like there's going to be an expansion of um, what you can do financially between a, a a fan and an artist, and I feel like we're probably going to see a lot of that coming out of the relationship between Tidal and um, Square for sure. Yeah. What I think is good though is the fact that not only is Spotify expanding to these you know eighty markets, but we have 
institutionally, the, the, the powers that be in Jamaica are making partnerships as well to make sure that artists are collecting the royalties and um, syncs from their music. So the Jamaica Music Society broke a partnership with UK-based PRO, which is a performance rights organization, Phonographic Performance Limited, to widen the collection of global royalty collections, right? And so that's basically to make sure that, you know, the artists, when they're making the music, that they, they have somebody institutionally who is overseeing the collection of the, the, the revenue from their music. And I think that's really, really important because, right, like, who... We're, Jamaica is a very small country and we right. need people who can represent the, the interests and the, the rights of artists in, you know, in the US and in the UK and in Europe and, and like in every continent across the world because the reality is the people don't have the mental space and the wingspan to make sure that they're getting money from everybody who is using their music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I think that in conjunction with Spotify expanding is, is definitely, artists are definitely going to see a lot of revenue coming from that as well as, you know, them building their audience. The different people that we've talked to have always said, you know, the business side of music is where a lot of the artists are lacking. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, these pushes are will encourage the mandem and the umandem to like, take it seriously and just, just like, pay attention that are, are, you are, this is your craft, this is your business, this pay is your attention. job. Pay attention. Do you... You are you getting the royalties from your music from all from everywhere that it played? Do you even know how to register uh, how to register the song? Do you know the importance of that? Do you have a lawyer? So when the when the song is quote unquote registered, do you know how to collect the actual money? Are you gonna get a check? Are you gonna you know these these things? So seeing and then also you know people are like ah, da Jamaican music, dancehall music. If it's not reggae, it's not. It's not, it don't have no integrity and, and it's not marketable and all of that. But it seems like, as, as you said, the powers that be, the governing bodies of the world, they're, they're looking at us, mm -hmm. they're seeing us and they're trying to, they're trying to help our, our lack of integrity having artists. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I so I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. It just sounds like a lot of haters, a lot of old heads a lot of traditional people are being proven mm -hmm. wrong and i like that mm -hmm. so one thing that um someone i'll call him Suchman, but one thing that Suchman has been saying was that we're not going to see the lift in revenue or arts are not going to see the lift in revenue that we expect or that we project because realistically like jamaica is small Right, Jamaica only has a population of 2.7, 2.8 million people. So we're not going to see the lift in revenue. But I um, thought we were little but Talawa. Una for the shit, like, oh my God. Wait, what you said? <laughs> yes, I was just saying, like, from your perspective, seeing seeing all the, the changes in royalty and sort of royalty structure and the changes in, in these different DSPs, like, do you, would you agree with that statement or... Would you uh do do you have a different perspective from that? KB, you go first. Uh -uh, you go first. Okay, so the fact the baseline discussion of the discussion is that these markets were not available to the people before, and mm -hmm. so if you were if you were on Spotify and say say you're somebody who you're a local artist and you don't have an American following it. You're on Spotify, it's yes. But now you're limited to your local fans who only have access to Spotify through somebody or some other low streaming 
platform, you know? But now, suddenly, the whole world has opened up to you. So even if you're getting what we would say, point zero, zero point. <laughs> What's that, three hundredths of a cent? Three hundredths of a cent yeah, per right. stream. But now you have the opportunity to collect that three hundredth of a cent from so many more people. A yeah. shilling. A shilling, you know? And it people are so easy to just to just shit down the people them and say, hey, you're not gonna make money, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's ex- <laughs> you broke, <laughs> nigga. That's and it's just like, how I'm you know that? Money, <laughs> and ass. then <laughs> And I mean Okay, you don't know that for sure. One and two, this we literally this is the opportunity to make the freaking money. How you can tell me yeah. say it's 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 not a lot. We don't have a lot of people. I don't I don't yeah. get the argument. I just don't get the argument. It is it is stupid. So we're moving from zero dollars from this set of people to the opportunity to make more, but it's it's not a lot. So it's now invalid. You're not gonna make buku buku crazy money. So why bother? stupid yeah. shut up i think that's such man that's fine i think we just need to focus on the fact that we're getting more of an opportunity to push our music to the world and to make money um it might not be a bag of money it might not be the bag but it's a bag um mm-hmm. just focus on getting as many bags from as many places as possible because that's what the dsp market is for i think i don't mm-hmm. think you're supposed to really concentrate on any one method or medium it just it's just different different avenues to pull money from the money tree. Gotcha. I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely makes sense. And you know, I guess it comes back to that earlier point about like why DSPs exist in the first place. It's more so for like discoverability and accessibility. And so once you can command an audience, right, you can funnel them to where the bug actually is, which is probably like you know merch and tours. And if you're an independent artist, you're probably getting majority of the revenue from all of uh, that situation, right? So it's like, we have a smaller money tree here. And, you know, our main focus is really just to, cap- to capitalize people's uh, capitalize on people's attention. And then we just funnel them to where the real money back is. Which I feel like once people like quit your music, they're probably going to, you know, spend money on, like, the other things. I feel, you know? I feel like with, with what Key said about... Uh, well basically she was just saying just do it like just try it like we don't know for certain that it will or won't work or yeah. different methods will or won't work because okay so when she was talking i was thinking about the fact that people are saying that oh clashing is a part of the reason why dance culture can go mainstream or whatever it is but then i was thinking like would it still a clash in the 90s right yeah. would it still do all of the, the things and where we are to know like i was listening to a song or a couple of songs from the 90s, and they were as graphic as they are now. So right. the, the fact that people are constantly saying, oh, the music has deteriorated, or it's devolving, like, no, no, go so. Like, it's just, again, it's just the casual listeners passing judgment mm. on something that they don't gotcha. actually know gotcha. anything about. Gotcha. So when you're saying things like, oh, you're not going to make no money, or that's not going to work, like, how about we just do trial and error? Like, let's do... Mm-hmm as much as we can and keep doing the things that work makes sense and then there, it's just this this need to keep boxing in the dancehall artist i you don't, don't understand it and especially when it comes from right I like was, why yeah. why don't you respect your culture why yeah. do you think that people outside of jamaica won't see the value that we see in our culture 
when our culture is the basis of the global culture like that and makes it no does sense sell. When and it already it sells. does sell it like skilly or culture is sells or culture people sells. love to pick on skilly and say he's ruining the music or he's changing this from the or, but that's literally what they say every few years yeah. every time somebody yeah. comes along with something new or different it's yeah mash up the music how yeah. in the fuck one man I go mash up the entire <laughs> genre of music. We are oh, come so from you, the 70s. You think Lily E, dog? So you're saying that, you, in your criticism, you're also saying that the, the music now, the music has zero integrity. Like mm. anything can just come and, and, it. and it's not And it's not sustainable, I guess, is, is their perception. Which is not true. It's but ridiculous. A, yeah, and at the end of the day, like, they're just one consumer and like a, a billion consumers yeah, across the world. Exactly. And so like, even if you have that perception, like people are gonna still fuck with the music, you know what I'm saying? And, and so you don't have to like, like you, you as an exactly. individual don't have to like everything. And somebody they put can exactly. and they can grow as artists and add other kinds they of music to their they to their catalog. You, somebody said this to me that consumers, come on, I said it. Consumers are too entitled. No. Because I guess we have social media and all of them something there where we yeah. have a voice. We can yeah, actually have the avenues to give our opinions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're too entitled. So. The Coke song with Skilly was a very good example of that. Where everybody was all like, yo, the man I mash up the music in my release, fuck career. And it was very clearly a gimmick song. So right. you're telling me the that plane, as an artist, The plane just crashed with the Coke. Like, I, I was inspired by that and I made you a song about it and you're upset at me. I like, don't get chill it. out, guys. Like, it's just... Like, say, the whole of the internet did not flock to this plane crash to go and take pictures. Mm-hmm. So, you... So, it's it's important or interesting enough to you that you wanted to go take pictures, you saw everybody taking pictures, and you went. Mm-hmm. But Skilly went and sing a song and do a video, made memes, and it's a problem. Which it's is... Gonna ge- mash up that's, the that's, how you, the- that's how you increase visibility in 2021. Mm-hmm. him doing that shit and like the silhouette challenge thing which yeah. everybody was upset with him over as well take off like, your clothes Yo, for me are you not seeing that all of what he's doing is just keeping him as relevant as Present. possible like yeah. it's he's the most visible person in the music right now and because of those moves that he makes and dancehall artists struggle from a lack of visibility because they have to keep up this mystique and uh, me and my gang and me and yeah, my man them yeah. and whatever. So the fact that Skilly is now, you know, showing us that, yeah, you can you can be a social media personality and it don't mean that mm-hmm. you're a, you're an unserious artist or you're gimmicks or whatever. It's just like I am giving you the full spectrum of of my business. Exactly. Uh, here's my music. Here is my self. Here are my visuals. Here is me being, you know, trendy. I, I see you. I'm with y'all. How and then people are fighting it out. It's it's very good that have, And what hurt me is when like it's one thing when the casual listener says something or something that don't have any kind of musical talent. But when it's like a producer or yeah. somebody in the culture itself that's supposed to know better. Yeah. Say or or even somebody that's close to our age saying that shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, appreciate the music, appreciate the culture. Like, stop. And and I think that also kind of follows into my point, where it's just like, because we have so much music available to us. If you don't like the music, that's fine, bro. Like, yeah. there's there's so much at your fingertips that you can go ahead and listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not to say that people, you know can't vocalize their opinions yeah that's no, fine by the, end of the, by the end of the day like you know you have so much music 
that that is accessible to you. If you don't like it, you go listen to something else. And that's why I don't necessarily like, like if I don't like something, I'm not necessarily going to like go ahead and like critique it because I already don't like it. And so that means that my right. viewpoint mm-hmm. is going to be negative. It's you know bad. what I'm saying? And so if I don't like it, I just don't like it and I move on to something else. And that's f- and that is totally fine. My and then you, my you ask that? these people, you ask them like, okay, you don't like the new dance hall. Why? They can't tell you. Them can't tell you because it's subjective. They can, they can never and and the thing no, you can have it. You can have your, but you have to have a reason. You have to have a reason. Those you have people to have don't have a anything. reason. Like, they can't tell you why them don't like this song. They just don't I like it. I said some a prominent a prominent YouTuber t- made a recent tweet about this, and I see and I say what about and I tried to say frame, make sure I frame it in a way that not combative combative at all, and I was just like, what about the music is not vibing with you. And I'll know I can't get no response, you know. And I and I've seen that person interact with all the people expressing similar distaste for the music. Mm. And I just want, I just want no. That's your fault. Your child, your logic is thought. Yeah, I guess I should, I should have. I'm so sorry. I should have just been controversial from the start and got no response and just been in a Twitter <laughs> war. You're so right. What, one of the things I want us as a culture to move away from is thinking that because we don't like something. It just shouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Speak on that, my friend. W- well, that that was inspired by the whole argument about aggressive or passionate dancehall music. It's like, okay, well, you don't like it. Fine. There is absolutely no proof, no evidence, no empirical evidence that this music causes the 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 issues within the society. Fine. Mm-hmm. Why you can't just leave the music alone? You just don't yeah. listen to it. If yeah. you hear it out of road, just mind your business. Like, shut up. Because like, I don't I have like, a problem when you're music? blasting your <laughs> crappy ass gospel music. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, what? leave me what alone. What you have against like, gospel, gospel music, music. Eh? What you have against gospel music? It's a bit preachy. Yeah, a lot of it is. But um, tsh- not good um, music, bro. <laughs> you guys. Well, I mean, maybe ju- maybe it's amazing gospel music. <sighs> People just need to chill and just appreciate yeah, the music. Just take the music, man. Shut up. Don't don't like. Don't try to to think like there is music definitely that exists, you know, that evokes some uh, thought or some emotion, and mm-hmm. you can definitely get that vibe when you listen to it. But like other music is just for enjoyment; it's just to build up vibes. Like it's people trying to express emotions, and the reality is the universe of emotions that people feel is incredibly large, and so you're going yeah. to have music that reflects every single nuance every single axis within that that universe of emotions and i feel like people kind of close themselves off uh when they categorize them within different genres because it's like oh if you make dance on music you have to make aggressive type music mm-hmm. right like if, if i make an r&b type dance or song then you know, people look at you a certain type of way unless you're a high, uh, you're a high caliber artist like maybe Vibes Cartel or like And then people start to question, people start to question, hmm, is this dancehall? You know what I'm saying? Like, when the reality is like genres, like genres are big and we're kind of moving away from categorizing music in genres, which is a larger conversation. But I guess my, my point was just like, uh, we're we're going through this cultural shift. We're going through this mental shift in terms of how people are consuming music, which I think is is being spurred by the accessibilities that DSPs provide. And people should just try to appreciate music, not try to like critique music. Like I mean it's fine to critique music, but like if you have thoughts, you know, vocalize them 
don't try to build a community around your negativity, bro. Yeah, like, like don't be don't specific try to do about what you don't like. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Have have, reason, say, Yo, have validation. Like yeah. People are failing to understand that we're legitimately in a new generation. This mm. this is the twenty ten the twenty twenties. Yeah. We're in the twenty twenties. We had the music of the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousand, twenty tens, and now we're in the twenty twenties. And especially after the year that we had to kick off the new Roaring Twenties, how can it be the same? How can our inspirations be the same? With the level of technology, how can it actually sound the same? The the th- the we have a whole set of instruments on a laptop now. How can it sound? How can it be the same? And yeah. why should it be? And why should it be the same for it to be valid or art? And it is not talking about what is good or bad, but like KB said, just because you don't like it, it shouldn't exist. Like, what kind of thinking is that? That is yeah. so strange. And Very we don't feel... We don't feel this way about anything else. Like we don't mm. say that, yo, me not like banana, you know, banana for just drink. <laughs> I would, I would disagree there because literally, yeah, like, banana, yo. <laughs> social media, like when you're pre-social media, that's how it's they almost think. like exactly like it's almost like if you don't agree with the person's viewpoint, your opinion is is, is shit. Like and your I, viewpoint I, I is must shit. admit, I've been guilty of that because <laughs> with with but it's 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 specifically with topics that I'm extremely passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I actually have done research on, and when I know that the other person I'm talking to has no Knowledge idea me. what they're talking about, I I just get frustrated, and then I don't argue my point the way I should. Mm-hmm. So I have been guilty of that. But mm-hmm. people need to shut the fuck up. People are <laughs> people are so people are so judgmental and so Good. judgmental about art, and they have such high expectations of artists. And so many and so many opinions, and then they don't ever want to like support an artist. So they, they you don't anyway. You don't. You you don't. You don't want to. You don't want to pay for Spotify. Black people don't pay for things. <laughs> um, you don't. Uh, you don't want to buy merch. You don't want to go to the virtual concerts. You don't want to do this. But you want to tell me that my music is dirty and raw, and you can't sing this in the club, and you can't talk about this, and your music is stupid, and you're ruining the entire culture. Have you been? Have you been contributing to my development as and an artist? And supporting the music, yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's weird. It's weird. I so and that and that's sort of point around uh, artists getting recognition uh, for their music from you know people and, and people tr- people supporting artists. I guess one of the one of the thoughts that I've been having is around the importance of Billboard. Right, because I feel like now that people are, we are seeing more artists produce more albums or more bodies of work. I feel like Billboard is becoming increasing, increasingly important. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering, just from your perspective, like, should artists be thinking about, you know, incorporating that into their strategy and trying to maximize their placement? On, Absolutely, it's on still Billboard. a business. Absolutely, and I think Billboard, you get like monetary. Um, what, like incentives for achieving certain targets or goals mm-hmm. and you get plaques and everything all that shit which makes your whole brand more certified right those mm-hmm. plaques mm-hmm. and it, it, I think it makes you more marketable so that'd be great for us to focus on that as a another avenue to, to try and get into you should always be trying to reach the, the heights of your yeah. career your talent whatever you should be trying to strive for whatever accolades there are and 
and that that's where people we come into to discussions where um people say the Grammys are worth watching, but BET Awards are fuckery, and it's not a <laughs> it's not a real it's not real it's not valid. But why? Yeah, when I think they're both fuckery actually. But they're no all they all are. But yeah, yeah they so all are. one is held to a higher standard, yeah. which is weird because the only reason it would be because well no I guess one is much older than the other older, one. One is broader, but yeah. The, 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 Let's call what, it what the it Grammys. is because BT is owned by black people. <laughs> no, it's not no, entirely that. But it's no, but it's different it, for it's, sure. But the reason why a BET award has to exist is because of the structure of the Grammys. Yes, yes, yes. Who gets nominated? How people? Who wins these things? So yes. the black people said, "Ah, we're not winning over there." But I want awards. I work hard. I deserve awards. It's funny and, that those same black people turn back around <laughs> and say, "Yo." May not value this what this exactly. thing that was made just for me. Just for I me. have no respect for it. No respect. They're not gonna show yeah. up at the awards. No, not even. Yeah, and so that that whole Big conversation was to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have the accolades. How, however, quote, however big or or small of the accolade, it should matter. Like this, I I say I'm an artist. Here is my work. Here is my. This is these are my awards. This is the proof that you know. I put in work. I don't just, I don't just go and scrip scrip in the studio at daytime. Like I'm mm. actually do things. So yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. And bill when you people recognize Billboard or associate Billboard with music, whether it's you know the Hot 100 or the summer charts and things like that, it it's things that we talk about in in passing, but that show how much of a a, a mainstay in the culture of music Billboard is. Right. Mm. So true. why That's should true. our artists now, especially now that they have um, access to more people why should they not strive for this i yeah. think it just makes sense what i was okay so when i was listening to life and living as an album as a body of work i would say it okay so it kind of rough all right we're talking about albums and pushing albums to billboard so we can get more recognition maybe more money all of that kind of stuff with that album i was like all right now if the you them look into the old heads and what they're doing to to see what they're supposed to do. And you look at that album. It though it it it's not very beneficial at all. Because it wasn't What do you mean? It wasn't structured. <laughs> it wasn't it, it, it still felt just like a compilation. Which is strange because that particular artist knows how to make an album. I've, I've one of my favorite albums, Dutty Rock, it had like the whole I mean, I guess it was just uh, the vibe he was going for with this one. It was just a dancey yeah. kind of vibes. Right. But even then, it didn't. It's the vibe throw. and also this, also this message of I'm trying to unify the culture, and I think that is why it sounds like a like a compilation or like a co- it's like an album of collaborations. Yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of this is this is a body of work that Sean Paul has been working on mm-hmm. for a while. There's no story. There's no structure to not, it. Not it, all. It's just yeah. a bunch of songs with a bunch Especially of features that the we song, know. And then the, there are remixes on the songs. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't, I can't readily identify the original songs. And it was just so... Was yeah, it was it was a very strange and then album. If, okay, so if, if the goal was to show unity within the music, you would have thought that at least more strategic thinking would have gone into the positioning of the songs so mm-hmm. maybe the first all right so you had songs with old school beats uh with old school artists like so, which one like protect me with serrani 
that was a very mm. old school kind of vibe very but 2000s then you, exactly but then you have a song like real steel where you have intense which is a a, a, a newer artist at the forefront of dancehall right now and you have sean paul trying to and i think he did it successfully in that song updating his flow to 2021 oh, sure. and i enjoyed that but it's like that you don't see that structure throughout the body so if it was that they were trying to show unity i would have put the old old beats at the top of the album mm-hmm. with the older artists like sirani with damian marley um even governor i don't i don't really think of governor as a newer act so even he could have been in that section and then you would have, he could have like been the, the transition right yeah exactly that would have been good um and then you'd have massacre and skilly bang and and intense at the end of the album that would have played better and then it also felt like it was just features for features sake because none of the verse them never hit it was just oh skilly depend on that massacre depend on Governor yeah, Depp Ever, and the Everest. Oh no 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 no! Don't talk about money bag like that. <laughs> it was an okay song, but it wasn't like <gasps> a. S- it never slapped. It wasn't. It, it slapped. Wasn't, nah. Okay. Yeah. Different money bag So you're saying you're overall you wouldn't rate the album. We're talking about a review of Sean Paul's album Live and Living. No, he was. So we're talking about making an album yeah. for so we're, we're, to we're, to promote it to Billboard, and right. he was saying, you know, like this this album is it's strictly f- it, it seems to be just for that purpose like mm, this is this is you. this is where we're gonna rack up numbers but kb was saying you know there's no blueprint to this album to say like i'm sean paul i've been in the game for a while i have experience here is how you make a number one charting selling yes, album the album doesn't show the experience that he has yeah it doesn't show the skill set that he should have at this point well it was just a bunch of songs well, I think it comes back down to what he was saying earlier about like the intent. I don't think necessarily the int. I think it it getting on the Billboard charts. I don't think that that was his first priority. I think that that's like a secondary benefit of you know having features and having compilations. Like you're probably going to have more people listening to the songs because you know it features their favorite artists. I think his initial intention was just to to. To showcase or to you know establish a proof of concept for the whole collaboration versus confrontation, and so I think it comes back down to intent, right? Like I think intent uh, drove every decision for that album, how it was packaged, how it looks, um, and yeah, I, I don't think necessarily his intent was to go to Billboard because I see the second album that is coming up. Oh no, no, Scorcher. I wasn't saying that he was trying to go I to Billboard. I was okay, just saying that. You. All right, so we're saying that the artists them need for make more of an effort or be more targeted in how they make music sometimes so that they can achieve a certain goal one of those goals being going to billboard yeah and i was saying that sean paul has an old head in the music putting out an album like that in 2021 who is supposed to who is is constantly telling the culture or you should be doing this you shouldn't be doing that Mm. you put out a body of work like that that is just a disjointed it, it it doesn't show anybody how to do it yeah, that's but what see, that's, I was saying. It's um, not that got good you. example. So you're, so, so you're saying he had a great opportunity to bring on younger artists and even older artists. No, he did that. I was just saying experience. that. The, the, but hold it, on, it, no. But may I right. say, he should have used that opportunity to not only prove the collaboration versus confrontation, but to say, like, when we collaborate, we can achieve goals like getting on Billboard, so to speak. And he, he, he didn't leverage the opportunity as much as he should have. There's that, yes. But also just the strategic thinking behind the album itself 
I don't feel like there was as much as there should have been. Even with how the songs were positioned or who was where or who was on what song or yeah. the, the, the fact that both Masika and Skiller were on one song with him where those flows don't mesh, it don't make sense. It was, just, was, no it was just like a collab for the sake of collab. We can't, you can't have a goal and forget that the music still supposed to sound good. It's still supposed you. to slap. That's the you. primary goal. It has to hit. Well, let's Everything get into that then. How, how, like, how do you feel about the overall album? Like, you know, do you do you res- do you rate it? Do you fuck with it? Like, it's an okay album. Like, uh, my favorite. I song want to is start because I because I'm the only one that likes it. <laughs> I so like I the want, album. I feel I, like I feel decently just, just, about it. <laughs> I like it. It's just it just didn't meet my expectations. I would say. Gotcha. Oh, so okay. what what Fair. specifically like, or what, name one part of your expectations that you feel like it just didn't meet, other than it not being as um, packaged. As an, that's as that's, a, that's a, a, a well my whole album. thing. I, I was just expecting more of a th- well thought out body of work, like I Got have you. gotten in the past. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Key, you want to share your thoughts? Yeah. So for me, I agree with all of your initial points, guys. And um, it's interesting what you were saying, Romaine, about um, it's thought out and how it looks and how it sounds and the theme, you know, live and living and it's. And all of that. And then KB's point about it being disjointed. It's mm-hmm. like he thought of everything surrounding surrounding the project. The live and living is a party. We're going to be a collab. We're going to do it. Yeah, all of these things except for the music itself. And then that comes to my overall point of I enjoyed it because it sounded like a big party. Mm-hmm. And I needed that. And I, I think Sean Paul was trying to say, yo, like the music it too serious. We are clashing, we are fight, but we're supposed to be, we're supposed to have fun. We're supposed mm-hmm. to love life and love girl and dance. And then this man I got talk about unity and collabo and not have one girl on the album. <laughs> That was strange. That was maybe strange. he doesn't like women. Nah, <laughs> I, uh, I'm joking. I, uh, it's but who, who? No, no, no. Who, I was who, gonna say. I was gonna say something, but I won't. Who could you hear Sean Paul on a song with? Right, Shensia. He could be on a song with anybody. Shensia. No, but, but you're but, so. But he did hold on, say. No, wait, 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 wait. So we're supposed to be doing this strategy, the strategic album, showing how okay, amazing yeah. no, dancehall right. is. How you know how we can all work together? Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. It though if him him never sound good with Massacre and and intense and and Skilly on the one song. It so it don't really matter who we would have sound good with. It if if we're supposed to be promoting gotcha. each other and promoting gotcha. the culture, enough. It don't matter. Pick a girl, any girl. Shanil Muir. Shanil Muir should have dep on money bag. In his defense, he did say that he has features with. Uh, Shensia and Jada Kingdom and it's the second album to be released Scorcher. this year called Scorcher so it is there but yes right. definitely I would have loved to, to to see more women on this album because I feel like or traditionally the message yeah, or, or of or the any. album though on, is no. the message of the album but, but I'm, I'm, going to, I'm getting to that point because I feel mm-hmm. like traditionally or historically you find more competition among women in the game even when you right. look at hip-hop when you look at dancehall when you look at reggae because like there is a glass ceiling there and that's the reality and so they feel that competition even more intensely they might not necessarily take it to the point where you know like we're pushing young or anything like that but like they, they feel a competition too and so i feel like he he missed another opportunity there to 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 like incorporate them 
yeah. and like you know make make sure that he's covering the entire music ecosystem because like this is another this is another um gap in in his thought process that people are going to attack because yeah. at the end of the day like I and know a lot of people the... don't necessarily agree with his thought process because he's con- con- he's positioned himself he's positioning himself as the authority yeah and and, and, and as a it, professional the, yeah and the his, expert his uh his philosophy isn't foolproof and he's just Mm-mm. creating more gaps that people can attack and exactly. attack his 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 authority and like like i respect sean paul he's a legend but the, the, you know sure. the reality is like he like like kb was saying he has to start incorporating the learnings and the wisdom that he's gotten from his global exposure and so far him don't have no excuse you know him don't have no excuse for no no better the man a collabo with the world over for generations now and um yes not having not having women on the album is one point but talking about the structure the yeah. message the sound all of this like it's it falls flat because of sean paul and mm. and his and his years That's of wild. expertise and That's it becomes so no but remember i still rated it a <laughs> seven out of ten you know so my ratings yeah. for it is high but i still have these genuine criticisms and this was supposed to come from him his studio dirty mm. rock and this yeah. is theme yeah. thing. and then the dog have a whole song on it oh. just addressing the people who had issues with his clash comments like what <laughs> you don't need you don't you don't need to Why address are you that, showing bro? us Let that we're affected you this much like just yeah, you know do saying? the music do yeah. what you're supposed to yeah. do man like, like and i, I said, thought bro, the album was the response to this why yeah. are you then making a secondary song that a was not good it that wasn't was not good all. it was such a feeling song like i i, I got I, i'm pretty sure i got 30 30 seconds to a minute in and i had to i had to lock it up throughout the entire vibes of the first couple of tracks it's like in like, like I say, like, you know, like a smoking session, mm-hmm. and somebody just bring up something where I say something where just broke the <laughs> entire you vibe. That's where the spliff. You just yeah, dash yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just you just mash up your high from like you don't know. So you now invite them ever again. Ever again, like and then yeah. even gonna call it Lionheart. What do you mean? Oh my god. What do you mean by that? And then it's just weird because like throughout the album you hear him talking about, yeah, man, I basically man, I girlies and yeah, badness and, and it's like. <laughs> What this are one you is talking emotional. about, Champa? Like, uh, isn't this what you're against? <laughs> isn't it what you're against? Are we isn't supposed to be focusing on unity? Aren't you married? Aren't you actually <laughs> married to, hmm? <laughs> to that that lovely domestic engineer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one hmm? is trying to find some escape from his his his, his regular yeah. life, bro. And there and are like a lot of disconnects. Yeah. And like we've been saying, like Sean Paul is a legend. Yeah. He is incredibly talented he's incredibly amazing and he makes good music right so it's all love but definitely there are, are, are things that he should have addressed through the music through the creation of the album and and i hope that he looks at like like what kb was saying earlier about you know artists sort of building or creating um learning and, and iterating from that i hope that he learns from this album because like you know his last album was in 20, 2018 and, and this is an entirely different era right mm-hmm. so I hope he learns from this experience and applies that to Scorcher because I feel like Scorcher is going to be the bigger mainstream play and so you know hopefully maybe hopefully was, we see maybe, some improvement there what you maybe said? this was just like a, a throwaway album like here are some I songs. hope not bro like I hope why, so why, why do they feel like anything Jamaican have to be throwaway like why, if you're creating art why is anything <laughs> a throwaway 
Just this particular album. Because you know artists make like millions of songs. Like all of yeah, them Yeah, but have. you don't release them. When anything <laughs> you release, you have utmost confidence in. Exactly. You, re- you release it for a purpose. Yeah. And you know, all of, all of that said, I'm still so happy to see an album with somebody like Sean Paul, who is a, who is a legend in the, in the game. Yeah. In including artists like Intense Gilly and Massacre yeah. who get flack from the general population. Yeah, that was good. And and somebody who who general Jamaica respect like Sean Paul um aligning himself with these people <laughs> well, is a good No no, let me say respect in terms of as a person, as a person that that different, you know, because him and him and him domestic engineer question. No respect him as an artist either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no. He but says that all the time. Like he says, it, don't respect him. One people, don't rate him. Okay, which is true. We don't. What does no? You we him still him. Sean Paul is he's a him name is another thing. You when you think of when you think of Jamaican music, you think of Sean Paul, and think, of I, the world over. So the 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 bottom line was just to say somebody why? who is. You're gonna make me stop fucking talk. I that. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Let's move on. Because I don't no, know what I'm saying anymore. No, I don't remember now. All right, all right, I don't I, remember I'll now. Say, I don't remember now. I'll say it. All right. What, what was Fuck I you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was about Chopper. I can't remember. So Crap. Um, but yeah, big up to Chopper. You see me. Uh, we appreciate the album. We love all the features. We love all the collabs. But and definitely. For the record, I, do, I do enjoy the song Protect Me with Saran. Yeah. For sure. Um, that that chorus is beautiful. What was your favorite like song? Key? Steel. Money, money, money bag, money bag. Must soon make mm. up a TikTok song, a TikTok dance. We're gonna what's make your it TikTok, a What's your TikTok handle? At Kivina, follow for the gimmicks. How much <laughs> is I in there? K i i v i n a is bare yeah, foolishness bro. over there. there but, <laughs> but yeah, that's alright. F- so like, oh yeah, sorry, what you say? No, no, no. Go ahead. But yeah, I was just expecting because I, I I played it several times to make sure that my thoughts were my thoughts. Um, uh, nah, and I, I don't think <laughs> I'll be playing. I don't think I'll be playing that that album ever again. Really? I'll, I'll probably. You might play a couple songs. I'll, I'm only gonna play Real Steel and Protect Me. Crazy. Just those two because the rest of them and I and Key Love Money Back, but even that I don't really see. What, I, what in that song? For, for, do you want me to tell you? Sure. Go ahead. So, the first time I heard Moneybag on the album, it made me stop because it I got that vibe of I'm going into I'm going into the dance like this is the this is I tell you that it made me feel like I'm I'm in a party. This mm. is like the peak of the dance where I'm dashing out my life now and that felt good and I I missed those kinds of songs that that is just straight baseline, straight, straight throwing your butt music, but it's not necessary like daggering and that them kind of thing. There, it's just not sexy it's, music. exactly because it's not it's not a sexy song necessarily, but it made me feel sexy. Uh, and so from yesterday, yeah. no, maybe maybe a big. Part it's not of the for issue. you. Well, there's that too, but you maybe a big part of it. Sometimes, but <laughs> a big, <laughs> a big maybe a big part of the problem is that we we aren't able. Maybe it's COVID. We aren't able yeah, to you take don't feel in. It. Yeah, we're not able to feel. So like people are I always hearing people saying like the fact that we can't go concerts and you know experience the music with a bunch of other people or you know see how they react to it, and that will in turn adjust how we think about the song itself or the fact that we don't have that entire dynamic maybe mm-hmm. that's affecting how we're yeah. taking in the music so maybe even with skilly with the songs where him drop 
maybe if we did that in the streets, people wouldn't have as many criticisms as they do because they'd be serving their purposes. But for right now, all we have is you put on your Spotify and play the music with drop. Yeah. Cause you can't really go nowhere, and if you go somewhere, then you know you probably get lock up. The we're missing a lot of, pick, the, missing a lot of the experience. Yeah, we're missing like. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's right, why so I can't I, take I, to some of the music. I have a point to that, and I've thought about that a lot. But playing devil's advocate, do you feel like your point on you know people being together and that adjusting their thought process or their criticism on the music? Do you feel like that's sheep behavior though? Because I'm you're saying I'm isolated, I have my own thoughts, I have my own interpretation, but that is subject to change based on how other people feel. I think one of the best things about being a human being and communication is the fact that we're able to get the big picture from each of our own little little pictures. So even the fact just a while ago, like the fact that Kian was like, yo, I like the song, but I was saying I don't like the song. And Kian can tell me exactly why she liked the song and what it make her feel and re, re, re. That will make mm-hmm. me at least, it's not going to make me like the song, you know. <laughs> it's going to make me appreciate the song more because mm-hmm. I know I can see visibly. I can Different see the impact. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not, I, I, can't, I can't assume that my view or perspective of the world is the correct view or the mm-hmm. only view, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, if I'm, existing in a vacuum which is what covid causes i won't know so then i'm stuck with my own perception and then i think that's also a lot that that's what's happening with a lot of these guys these producers the younger ones that are bashing the music them stuck in them head them don't have all of the the usual you know or them have them metrics yes to man. judge yeah, music exactly. by yeah and, and it could in be addition a, a, to your a, point go ahead in addition to your point, because I'm in this vacuum, you know, and not only am I not bouncing off, bouncing my ideas or my thoughts on the song off other people, I'm also not hearing dancehall music in the usual settings that I hear mm-hmm. dancehall. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't listen to dancehall casually. A lot of people don't listen to dancehall outside of being at a party or maybe at the gym or something exactly. like that. So if you don't like dancehall casually and you're not out partying, it don't... It's like how some people can't listen to soca outside of soca music, outside oh, yes. of soca season. It don't... It, it don't hit the same for me. And so I think... Point. Yeah, so I think this whole or entire loss of the dance space hall yeah. has really like impacted or which is which is, or which is rough. Ex- experience it's rough because when you when you watch like uh intense interview i think the first one he had done on uh, on stage he was saying that basically the way he got to the masses was by going into the different different dance them the mm-hmm. different different parties and making himself known establishing a presence pushing the music so i think it, it it's affecting us more than we, we can really know i don't think we're going to know until after the fact and i'm hoping that the vaccine and them something there finish by next year so everybody can have them thing and we can go back out into the world and enjoy ourselves Mm -hmm. because this is not it bro it's not so now that we're on sort of the we kind of jumped into the music reviews and and kb was very heated about that (laughs) i feel like he he will feel a little bit better about us talking about jazzelis the golden hour ep um, and she dropped that on March 5th, the first production since signing with, you know, RCA Records and the partnership that they have with Indignation. And the lead singer for that project was called Good, o- Good Over Evil. 
All right, before I drop my thoughts, how, you know, what did you guys feel about the album? What was your favorite song? KB, you can start. Go ahead, bro. Uh, my favorite song on that one was After Tree. No, that's the one with Mortimer. Like mm-hmm. that. Um, Mortimer is a brilliant vocalist, and their voices mesh very well together. Um, they, oh, it was an EP or, not, uh, or an album? EP. EP. Okay, so the whole EP was good. I enjoyed it. Um, the second song that was on it, though, I thought was strangely out of place because you have this the whole ep is like this sultry chill kind of lofi vibe but then you have this one song that's all about social commentary and it's a quintessential <laughs> reggae dancer song but then the rest of the album is more r&b-ish ep rest of the ep is more r&b-ish i thought that was very strange mm-hmm. and then outside of that i thought a couple of the times like while she was singing it sounded too much like other people yes which i was i was that is my main criticism of the album keep going key it made me nervous like because i was thinking like the 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 collective that she's a part of everybody already has their very clear lanes and if for her now because i think i remember like when sivana was dropping and leela was dropping and all the the excitement When all the excitement was going on around them, I was like, wait, but what's going on with Jazelise? She really only has that one song that running the road, fresh and clean. Now and we she know did the why. Remix. And, but like, I was thinking like a lot of the times when she got into some melodies that I really liked, I was like, but this song is like, not Lila. her sound. It's, it's not, not her, really it's her Lila. song. So I think yeah, she still needs to find her lane and body it because she will get devoured if she doesn't. Oh, KB, you, you, you really just... You made you you did it. That is exactly <laughs> that is exactly my my criticism. I'm not gonna yeah. say my problem. That is my criticism. Yeah, it's not a problem because it still sounded good. It's just yeah, I know that it will hinder her. her. Yeah, I I was listening. I was listening on the very first song, Elevated. Mm-hmm. It, I I like that song immediately. You Produced guys, by the great Easy Beats. So that's a joke. Mm-hmm. So I so I'm listening to it and the first couple the first couple notes I knew I liked it immediately and I was just like whoa yeah this is this is my kind of vibe and then I hear Easy are you kidding me and I was like ah that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> but but over but then we started I started getting into this song and I was like this is Leela this is mm-hmm. Savannah mm, yes this exactly is not, this is not like what does Jazzy sound like what is her vibe what is her aesthetic and I think she found it on the, the song with Mortimer mm. and I, she needs to stick to I don't want to say need to like I'm not telling her what to do but I think True. her voice I that's think her the, best bit yeah the way she sings the no, way no but even on that song she, she had some little she had moments on that very song and as I said it's my favorite song yeah but she still had moments on that song where she sounded like Leela it pained me because she it's it's things that are so iconically Leela, like the way she trills her 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 slight tremble, mm-hmm. the way that her her runs, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's it. And I know people sing have similar voices, yeah, but yeah. that they don't have similar voices. So <laughs> it it's I can understand you them in the group together, them in mm-hmm. this collective, and they work together, them in a habitat, them sing together, they pick up but, each other's different. But Leela and Savannah don't step in each other's lanes ever and Leela sings and savannah DJ, try dj sometime mm-hmm. but just ja, at least she don't have her own flavor she don't have her mm. own aesthetic i, I kind of feel like at some point she will lean more into the dancehall because i saw savannah trying it but it never really worked it never worked um Leela can do it but i think Leela is more of a reggae voice yeah yes. so i think once Leela leans more into her thing 
And once Ivana leans more into what she knows, think it will her, define Jazzelise? I think Jazzelise will realize that that is her lane. Because whenever she went into her dancehall flows on the, on the EP, I was like, yo, this sound good. This sound better than such people that are trying to... <laughs> such people that are trying to achieve that sound as well. So maybe that will be her lane. Hopefully. Is this, I really, is I, this I a I thing like her. when... Is that is that thing like when um you get women together and them like them period sync? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so sexy. Anyway. Yo, you it happens. It, it does it happen. Does, but to relate it to but that. But I'm just saying, like it's it's inch I was just trying to put a correlation that it's I get what you're saying, but it's no, a that we have a whole a, collective of women. Bad. No, no, no. And it's it's their, a collective their, of their people. music. Stop. When people collab when I people don't are like working this. together, that they don't tend happen. to buy it from each other. That's it. It's not a woman thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> God. Okay, I apologize. Is women is women empowerment month? Exactly. But, I look um, at your stage, pig. I mean, I I personally don't have that viewpoint. So <laughs> only can't deal with that. My my I really appreciate this album. Yeah. One because like you're saying, it feels like she is Im- like she emerging from a cocoon. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like this cut this the, the the partnership that Indig and RCA signed has really given her some wings. Yeah, and this is just kind of like her taking flight, which is kind of why the 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 whole Golden Hour Monica really resonates with me because I feel like when I think of Golden Hour, it's almost like that moment in your life when everything start making sense, like you start you know seeing a way out. And I feel like this is her moment. Like this was her moment to say, like, "Yo, I am here, and I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find my way. I'm still trying to figure out who I am, and and you know the type of music I want to make as an artist. But I'm telling you that I'm here, and I'm taking you along with the journey. And so I really appreciated that. I saw the vision. I saw it being packaged. And I think out of everybody, she has the best like package. You know what I'm saying in terms of building a, 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 a an album. I think she has the best approach. Mm. This is a strength that she has that nobody Just else you know, that can come. That Savannah so album didn't get as much. Cause people really only like that and manga Sav- song. Savannah's and Savannah's EP was so well put together. Yeah, yeah. I thought really that well was done. such a beautiful. This is my. This is so my. Why, first why didn't people take to it? Project. I. I, I mean, I, I, I think it was the height of the pandemic. Probably, maybe, or I maybe because she was transitioning into something new. Everybody yes. wasn't coming along because that's when she really started with the whole this is Savannah in a dancer style and really, really, and yeah. she started wearing less clothes and but that's not the, even the whole the whole sound you know I think it goes back to what we've been saying about Jamaicans not liking new sounds or not yeah understand. they don't like change if, if I can't because they probably say what kind of music Savannah sing I can't it's not reggae it's not dancehall I can't really tell therefore I don't like yeah. it mm-hmm. so and but them like mango because she clearly says Savannah in a dancehall style so them can I feel like it engages in them brain like I'm supposed to expect a dancehall vibe a dancehall feeling and then they also like be somebody because that's a that's clearly like a a more um alternative song but the as a whole they probably can't box it so they're like you know sometimes I feel like a lot of our new school artists meaning most of the reggae artists I feel like they don't actually want to make reggae music, but that's no. that's what will allow them to make music right now. That's yeah. how yeah. they they, yeah. they will fly the gate. Yeah. But I don't think any of them actually outside of maybe Leela, 
I don't think any of them want to make reggae music. I think they want to make R&B and rap and yeah. all of them look at, look at something there. I don't think... They want to make music. I think at some point we're going to have a Lego. When we're marketing to the outside world, we're going to have a Lego. Oh, this is dancer, this is reggae. And we're just going to be like, yo, this is Jamaican music. Take it in. And well, they, I mean, they, mis- they miscategorize it anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. Even, even to that point, like, I, there is this fear of saying we make R&B music in Jamaica or we yeah. make rap music in Jamaica, mm. which is... Because Jamaica only makes reggae too. and dancehall. Yeah, like, we, that's not the case. Like, you know, people have all the tools that they need to make any genre of music. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know why people think like that, but I think we're definitely moving from that. And, and that's why I'm really happy uh, about this EP. Like, it's, it's I think this is EP. something that I can revisit I feel like for for Leva's project, there are a couple of songs that I can revisit. I think there were five songs on that project. I probably only revisit one song out of Savannah's project. But for this, there are different pockets um, of songs. Like, you know, the After Three song, I revisit Radio. Radio is a good one. Elevated is a good one. Elevated is a solid song. There are songs that I I can revisit. And I feel like like out of everybody, she might be the most sing-songy type artist like mm. I, I feel like for Savannah she she's a vocalist yeah she she gives me more body yeah mm. in in the songs that she make where for her she kind of give me like um I don't want to say Jenna Ego because she she have more clarity than I think Jenna does sometimes mm-hmm. she's not but as I feel like too. yeah but yeah, yeah exactly she's not as airy as that and I think that's kind of where she is thinking of going right now it's like I sing I bring you but it's a it's an experience. It's mm-hmm. like I'm trying to paint this picture for you vocally, and I and I think that's what she should definitely lean into. Cause like I said, I think her strength is putting a very clear picture. Because the whole golden hour thing, if you check every track, you can interpret and see why our whole golden hour could apply to that track. I think you had your you had your interpre- interpretation of the, the the name. I think key isn't that a photography term like that golden. perfect. Golden mm. hour is a perfect light. Yeah. That, that perfect it's lighting that time of the light. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's think, golden hour. It's like, this is the best timing. This is the best time for it. This so is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so look like, the best in this light. Exactly. That's what it is. So maybe, maybe all of that went into the naming of it, which would be impressive. I'd love to talk to her about it. <laughs> Just at least if you're listening. <laughs> and she will be. Because she will they be. Always listen they always part. listen. Hi, Proto. Yeah, I know exactly, you listen to this exactly. all the time. Hi, Leela. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i think it was i think it was a good a good effort um and i'm interested in hearing her make music outside of her mu- immediate circle because i feel like I'm the sure. producers that she work with right now are people that you know she's always known and i feel like that is going to help everybody in the collective make the type of music that they want when they start working with other people mm-hmm. in different lanes and in different, you know, sort of branches of music. Because that's, the reality is, like, you have to work with more people, feature on more songs, and you figure out, like, what really sticks, and then you just move forward from that. But, yeah, I think it was a it was a really, really good effort. I think that would be her strength. She has a very, she has a very good voice that can pair well with, I think, anybody. And yeah, the type true. of, the, the selection of songs on the album shows that, yeah, so. But I think another point to that Jazz is Ellis. she has to be very cognizant of working with, stronger vocalists yeah because you know she can be overpowered mm-hmm. i won't say easily but you know it can be overpowering to work with somebody because i can just imagine like her and savannah on a song yeah and be. you know she might get drowned out yeah you know what i'm saying like we just have to be objective here like 
I but that's just time and growing as an artist and yeah. actually make and making her voice stronger through performing mm-hmm. and and now yeah. that she has this you know she has her her ep so now she has songs and she'll she'll get the practice whether it's through the virtual shows or whatever but yeah man just at least time golden hour Fuck. and such Facts. Fuck. as we talk about golden hour we have some flowers we want to give key you want to take us off so first something that is big you know we're talking about accolades and we're talking about popcorn who we love so pop popcorn um he got uh go he was what is it certified gold from the riaa for i know what the song go good times with the jamie xx guy everybody knows that song and it's crazy that that song is now getting is that song like no. five years old <laughs> it's yeah such a good no song. six well six five and a half and and, and that song and i feel like that song was being bumped crazy it was so, being rinsed so the fact that it that is only it's only um gold certified and it only see, is see, now what, gold certified about the streaming it's crazy puppy puppy is the benchmark and, yeah uh, why for that but puppy is the standard <laughs> how, is can... how is that a why how is that a why bench batty Darky, come on. Keep I'm up. I'm gonna cancel you both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't but, say anything. But yeah, they did laugh though, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, you're it's, funny you, it's funny seeing you try it's like stumble trying to defend your your homophobic point. <laughs> anyway, continue yeah. with, with the with the bashings. Wait, what was I saying? Benchmark. The benchmark. Oh yeah, yeah. If Poppy is the standard and him just now I get gold, like what is the hope for everybody else? What year did the song come out though? Because you know now we're in a completely different world for how people can rack up numbers for things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it might be the timing. It might be Maybe, the timing. Yeah. And Maybe now right. that you know, as as we get through this, the end of this conversation, talking about marking markets and DSP. Hey, improbably reached platinum diamond by summer again because that song is just gonna come back. It's mm. just gonna come back. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Especially like with the roaring. The mm, Roaring Twenties, and I'm hoping that the Roaring 20s kick off at least by. Oh, you think you're going to start this summer? Yeah, because most people will be vaccinated. I don't think most people will be vaccinated in Jamaica. Not, not, not in not Jamaica, Jamaica, but Jamaica. bro, people have been partying. Uh, yeah, like, they don't care. Yeah. yeah, but now, but now people will have vaccines. I, I, e, i, e, y, e, will be having my vaccine. Fuck Thank that. you. Fucks. I will take. I will take two. Thanks. After res- after resist the urge to to go on um IG right after I get it and tell people I have autism. Oh my gosh! Because no, we we talking about the flowers. Ooh, yeah, give flowers. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ooh, yeah, give flowers. Uh, who you did give it to? Popcorn. Uh, I give yeah. popcorn. I guess I guess coffee because she did get for Muggle Jazz oh, internationally. Gosh. That was Mood. impressive. And she did have nice abs. abs. And they're sitting there. I like them nice and nah, tall. I think that's why the men were so upset, you know, because them know say, <laughs> when them when them take off them clothes, they're not see that. <laughs> yeah, bro. So they feel I agree. Way. They're I agree. never had abs in my life. See. And they were, no, but the man them did come, them did come off a coffee for no reason. She did look that's weird. good. She I honestly, good. I feel like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to yeah, say no, it. No, but anyway, like, yeah. Coffee, no, what so what about you, Romy K? Well, a couple of people I want to, you know, just give a, a shout out to or give some flowers. First off, I want to give Conscience, you know, a huge congrats for getting a platinum plaque for his collab with the late Nipsey Hussle on 
on his Grammy winning album Victory Lap and he so that, uh, was featured on the song Sucker Proof bah, bah, bah. Me? yeah so even though I said Papi had a benchmark like people are still getting platinum plaques from mm. features and, and shit like that so definitely congrats to Conscience and one big up um, you know Teacher D who is a reggae artist for his song Rastafari Away and his song will be featured in the new James Bond movie No Time to Die we already mm-hmm. know, like, you know, the James Bond franchise has a, has a huge cultural connection to Jamaica. Yeah. And I think it's, it's very good that we have a, a song that, you know, is being played in the movie because, like, I'm pretty sure Teacher D is probably going to get rich from, <laughs> from this, for sure. Uh, as so much the as movie, people, yeah. I was just gonna, as much as people try to say that um, the culture isn't doing well and whatever, look, how, look at all the other ways that our artists and our, our music or people are being featured and in and involved and included worldwide in other we touch other kinds of art other medium and everything like i feel like we i think if we open our mind to what success in art looks like Mm. yeah we will feel a little better about it and stop talking about integrity what is whatever what do i even have to do with music you know it's such foolish it's like Everything that them are singing about now, they've always been singing about. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Stop <coughs> making them politician boy a trick on you into believing, say, the culture is deteriorating. We've always been this way. Period. Stop it. All right. So we know that KB is anti, anti-establishment, but definitely big <laughs> up to the teacher. D. I want to give, you know, some condolences to the family and friends of the, the legend Bonnie Whaler and the legends Uroy. You know, they, they have an indelible mark on the culture and on the mm-hmm. music. And, you know, we want to just give respect to that and, and to honor their impact. The Zine. last whaler and the the, the, initial, whaler, what, the inventor of toasting. Bro, that's... That's crazy. Bro. That we know that toasting changed the game because mm-hmm. we wouldn't have hip-hop without, without toasting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so definitely want to recognize those people. We also want to recognize Cecile. Right, because like he was saying, there are there are many different avenues. Artists are multi talented, and she recently dropped her children's book called oh, yes. "My Hair Story," which was inspired. Which is, it's her it's her first work as a published author, but it was inspired, you know, based on conversations she had with her daughter around um, redefining the relationship that women have with their hair. And I think it's important, especially during you know Women Empowerment Month, that we want to kind of change that narrative because we know. Because the, the, the institution them doing see black people here as being professional and, and that creates a lot of emotional trauma around, you know, how mm-hmm. to deal with your hair or how to, you know, love it. And so as I, India Irie says, really I important. am not my hair. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. a part of me, but I'm it, mm-hmm. it doesn't define it doesn't define me. It's yeah. very strange how much black people are policed. Especially by well, other we, black we people. Know, it we pains know me. It's it rough though. It's rough. Like you can yeah. imagine somebody in my you, you go work and, and you're wearing your hair as a black male. You have your hair and it's properly groomed. And then I go tell you, say, you can't wear it so because it's not professional. How that makes sense? Mind you, in this People place, loved when I put in all the women, all the women can do whatever they want to do. They can put in all sorts of weave. They can do them natural hair. They can. We're still not where we should be. And we can only now do natural hair and it's yes. still very limited. So it's we just now the women that get those opportunities. It's but crazy. the men, we still... Is very few places that allow men to have some form of individuality. Then police the yeah. height of your hair. Yep. How crazy is that? And it has no correlation with your productivity or your ability to do your job. And if, it's not, if, it's not, if it's not the organization officially doing it, it's somebody who is of the old guard 
Yeah. So big up Cecile. The younger generation must know that they must love themselves. Facts. That's it. Facts. And the book is available on Amazon. So cop the book. Give name? it to your, give it to your daughter. It's called My Hair Story. Zine. Mm-hmm. So moving on from that, KB, what what are the songs that are in heavy rotation this week, my G? I've been listening to Protect Me by Sean Paul and Sirani. That's off of the Live and Living album. I've also been listening to After Three. That's Mortimer and Jazzelis. That's off of Golden O. And I've still been rinsing Yaksta Ambition. Fox. Key, you want add, you want to add anything? Sure. I've been listening to so off of off of Live and Living. I've been listening to Moneybag, obviously. But I also really like the plug that my love the my love the vibes. <laughs> ching ching ching. It's fun. It's fun. I love songs uh, like that. I've also been listening to Lonely by Zach Jones Stoney. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah, one too. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that one yeah. to be so nice. It's such a. You, it's a you, nice song. You guys know the type of music that I like. Yeah. I like that lo-fi, that lo-fi Jamaican music. That's it's exactly your kind of music. It is. It's that song and Enough by um Friday yes, Night Crew. Friday Night Crew. Beautiful. And who's that? Jane McGizmo. She's another. She's another Love great her. singer. And I ah, uh, fear time. She, she soon come, man. She she need a few more songs. Where's yeah. she based? Where's she from? I th- I don't know actually. I, is she Caribbean? I, she, I think she might be Jamaican, but I don't really? know. if She might live in 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 Florida or something like that. Mm. But yeah, beautiful yeah. voice, beautiful girl. So yeah, those are a few my songs, and oh, always nice. Skilly. Every week is Skilly. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> you know we're in prodigy. Skilbert Bengford. Skilbert Bengston. Is me? I just realized yeah, that Dovey Magnum is on the album too. You know? I didn't know. With who? The, the one the, the song where he's like. She's so cocky like. Yes, she's so cocky like. She's she's the voice on it. That's Dovey Magnum. It is Dovey Magnum. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, right? That's wild. That's a that's a great collab though. Them should do another song. It worked. It worked. What about you, Romy K? Where you are rinse? What's in your heavy rotation? Much 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 of the same because I feel like we listen to a lot of the same music. I guess the only thing two things I would add. Um, you know, song with Popcorn and Barry Hammond called "God Is Love." I think that's a really beautiful song. Heard it during the Barry Hammond's performance and it was just it just spoke to me. And more on the sort of the lighter side, I think a song that will really blow up this summer is So Many Reasons by Charlie Blacks. It's such a it, I think it captures the quintess the quintessential feeling of summer. Yeah. And just like, you know, being in a backyard or being at the pool, getting our drinks and, you know, just chilling with your friends. So yeah. Much, much, much of the same that everybody has been listening to for sure. I'll tell you what I'm not listening to. Fun in the sun. <laughs> and hold on, there's one more. Hold on, let me just check. Make sure I'm we know the, the name of the song. Or oh, the the infamous song by those who shall not be mentioned. Such fast man. You just mentioned them. <laughs> we did mention them. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, it name it name Sailors. Sailors. Yeah, that can that we is, can just is... collectively forget about that song. <laughs> Dead. That and fun in the sun. We can so just we're forgetting like about Sailors and fun in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> you don't know here on the Culture Wise podcast, we re- we rewire brains and tell them to say, yo, this is not good. <laughs> and we provide justification and validation for that. Of course. And here's here's the great thing. Here's the amazing thing. If you don't agree with our opinions, <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. You like... know what I'm saying? That's great. I would still question your judgment, but that's great. Yeah, and don't come you know tell me. Saying? Go tell one little friend them. Don't come tell me. I don't care. <laughs> it's not my business. Slide in his DMs and start. <laughs> and start I don't have any DMs anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm off of social media. 
Yo, it's all good. It's all good. We had a really great conversation today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't know you don't know the chap. We always talk about what's important in Jamaican music and culture here on the Culture Wise Podcast. Here, what? Don't do it for the likes. Do it for the culture. Stay culture wise. Until next time, I'm your host, Romy K. Peace.